Freddie. What's up? Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to another edition of the Mortgage Mike Speaks podcast. Yeah. I'm your host, Mike McFarland, a, a, aka Mortgage Mike. I got my <laughs> at my partner down here. I'm Steven Salinas. Yes. Uh, loan officer with Mortgage Mike Group. And we've got a got a special guest with us today. We sure did. Yeah. Santos. How are you, my friend? Doing well. Doing well. Good, good. It's a good day, so. It's a good day. Yeah. I like. Well, you've you've it's had a, a good day. week. We're gonna we're gonna hit on that a little bit with right. you. Um, a little bit about us, the Mortgage Mike Group here. Um, you know, really, what Stephen and I do is just we just really put our hearts into what we do to help people get into homes and do the best we can to take the best care we possibly can of them. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing we do is we put the fund back and funded. <laughs> I just kind of wear that out. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so. Um, yeah, and just part of this podcast is just really a place for us to take our realtor partners like Santos and give you guys a, an opportunity to share with the community and the world who you are, uh, what it is that makes you up in, in real estate, and and uh, just give you opportunity to share your insights in the market. So we appreciate you being here today, man. Yeah, no problem. No yeah. problem. Yeah. yeah. So how did you get into real estate? What were you doing before? And then, um, yeah, like what's kind of like the structure of? How things look now. Well, and how, how are you, who are you with today? Maybe yeah, we'll start yeah. With give that. us a little, yeah, totally a little small snippet bio. So now I am with, well, I'm currently with Taiki Real Estate. Okay. Um, or, well, they still go by TRE Homes or Trey Homes. Cool. Okay. Um, they're based out of Austin, and we are actively trying to grow the Houston area. Got it. Yeah. So yeah. that's um that's exciting. They have their main office in Austin, and then they have agents in San Antonio. And in Corpus. Okay. Um, and just grow. Great. Great. And you're one of the first agents here in Houston. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I uh I love I love what how you explain their business model. And just I I would almost say like here's your kind of here's your product menu of what we can do in real estate from just buying and selling or remodeling, right? I mean right. you you kind of give uh so catch all a, initial real estate investor, even a an experienced real estate investor or the middle ground somebody a way to get into real estate learn how to maybe flip a house right. or just buy their own primary or buy investment properties is that right exactly yeah okay. exactly right yeah cool cool we like that that means trades i mean that's all kind of you give access to like hey if you don't know how to do it we know right so right. just come to us yeah definitely there's always somebody you can ask a question to yeah that's always helpful love that's it. awesome love it so what were you doing before you jumped into to real estate yeah so before that, I actually started in the automotive industry. Yeah, and uh, I was painting cars, love it. which I still love to do. Um, I wish I had more time to do it. Right. You know, later on, yeah. I'm Someday. Sure. Where do you yeah. do that? Where do you go? Do you have like a place that you go and do it now? So or like, I would do. I can. I have all the tools to do everything, so I can do most of it in my garage. But mm -hmm. if I want Sweet. it to be really clean, I have a, a guy who owns a shop, and he'll let me go use his booth. Got it. And I can just go in there and paint. Wow. That's really cool. So it's, uh, it's, it's fun. I like it. Um, the end product is always, I mean, mm -hmm. same thing with real estate. The end, the end product is what makes it worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's something physical you can touch. It's like, oh, this is great. I did this. Right yeah. on. Yeah. Well, and you take, you take something that, um, was one way and you make it look potentially completely different. Yeah, right. Exactly. So that, yeah. What, what satisfaction. What kind of cars do you usually do? Yeah. Um, so, uh, mostly just a collision repair. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. That was the main thing. And then I did a few just, you know, custom colors here and there mm-hmm. um, on the side. Yeah. Um, and then I had my, I always wanted to do my own car that I just never did because I never got around to working on it. Uh-huh. Of course. Right. <laughs> it's still right. sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's mostly what I did. I did. Mm-hmm. I've done bikes before too. Those are much faster mm-hmm. and easier. Yeah. Right yeah. Cool. You um you you told us that uh, like that transition out of what you were doing to what you're doing today is really driven by family. Right. And can yeah. tell us a little bit about yeah yeah just like what what was your journey from uh, from you know doing doing painting and being in that line of work to saying wow you know what there's a better way. Yeah. So um, I guess a little backstory: the way I grew up, my dad always worked for himself he still currently does he paints houses yeah and so i always saw him just go to work whenever he wanted and mm-hmm. you know he, he worked hard yeah and so in the back of my mind it was i always wanted to be a business owner yeah um which uh led me down um i guess not directly to the automotive but i saw him painting i did not like painting houses just mm-hmm. not enjoy it. it was not for me yeah um not good at it Uh, right on (laughs) yeah but somehow i ended up with painting cars Mm -hmm. uh and um so while doing that i the goal was to open up my own shop Mm -hmm. um and i was going to do that with my dad he was he was all about it i was going to just teach him how to work on cars okay Uh, we had like a bad business deal where we tried to buy a building everything and just uh the guy completely just ran away with the money no. couldn't find them yeah. everything is it was, it was bad uh my dad was really devastated by that mm-hmm. and so i was like well there has to be another way there's some something else that we i can do in the immediate moment because i didn't really want to just wait around save more money to to uh just buy another shop or something like that yeah um and so that's how i got into real estate investing okay i used to work nights so i had all night to listen to podcasts. Right on. I listened to the Bigger Pockets podcast. Yeah. Oh, like for just hours, every single episode. Yeah. Um, and then that's how I I started. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I contacted my now partner, who uh, his name's John. Uh, we I've known him since we were friends since mm-hmm. since child childhood, and we grew up together. Went to the same church together, and I found out he was also researching Bigger Pockets through facebook okay and so we we talked and he's like hey well we have the contacts why don't we just do a flip together yeah and we started uh so we went down that path uh we did a flip we're like okay well let's let's make this official Mm -hmm. Uh, let's form a partnership and that's how i started okay um but during that time uh, i was also working nights i was doing the investment thing (sighs) and uh, i had my daughter, which at the time was, I want to say she was like five or six. Okay. Um, I just, with that schedule, I just wasn't spending enough time with her. Mm-hmm. I, you know, whenever she was awake, I was sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just, it wasn't, it just wasn't enough. And it wasn't going to be fair to her as she was starting school and yeah. all that. So um made a decision that I needed to just, I needed another day job. I would say. And so I decided to get my license. 
I'm already doing real estate. It had been two years. Mm -hmm. I was like, why not get my license? It'll save us a little bit of money on commissions. And then after I got my license, I said, well, maybe I can do this full time. Yeah. And decided to, I liquidated my 401k so I could have like some room. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you did. You yeah. went all in. I yeah. Went yeah. All in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was like, this is going to work. It hasn't uh, worked. Burn the ships. Burn the ships. We're going. Yeah. I liquidated it. I was like, okay, I got room. And then I just jumped, jumped in. And uh, from then on, it's, I mean, it's been a ride. It's yeah. been fun. We've been growing. I have my daughter with me so much more now. Yeah, oh, so good. Take her with me wherever yeah. I want. There's no restrictions on that. No one's gonna, you know. Yeah, she's in some videos too. Yeah, she's yeah. in some of your videos. Yeah, so. yeah, she's that's uh, awesome. When she was little, she was way more. She wanted to do them. But now, <laughs> now she's kind of shy. Right. Like, how, how old is she? How does she know? <laughs> she's twelve now. Well, that's why. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Okay, come out of your shell soon. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so, yeah, she was a, the motivating factor to actually jump full time into real estate. Yeah. So it's it definitely to spend more time with her. Yeah. So good, man. That's so good. That's but, really cool. Well, I like, uh, and also like how um, you've got, you've got your kind of your priorities. If I noticed on your Instagram, faith, family, that's mm -hmm. really good. Appreciate yeah. you for sharing that, like, and being upfront about that. But, yeah. you know, faith is the first thing that you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Definitely leads, um, just the way I interact with any, every one of my clients, anybody I, yeah. I do business with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it actually, I mean, it's, it's makes everything so much easier mm -hmm. because yes. yeah, I know I'm, I'm the way I'm supposed to, I'm, I already have a guideline of how I'm supposed to treat everyone and yeah, there's no, no questions about it. Um, that's so great. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, we talk, just we come back to this. So here we are again. Steve and I talk about this idea of this narrow path that, mm -hmm. that we walk in our business. And really, um, you know, that, that narrow path is just, okay, here's the guide. We know what it, we know how we're supposed to treat people, right? right? And how we interact. And let's just stay in this lane right. um, from a position of service, right. Exactly. right? And then the Lord takes care of the rest, exactly. right? Yeah. So you can liquidate your 401k and you know, you're going to be okay. Yeah. Right. I was like, it's going to work. It's going to work. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. right. Even yeah. though sometimes you're like, He's oh providing your daily bread. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Right. Um, that's really cool. Yeah. That's so good, man. That's so good. Thank you for, thank you for being um, like bold and courageous in that. It's just like, I think there's a lot of people that um, would like to do that, but they're afraid. And we just want to encourage people that you can, you can lead with your faith. Mm -hmm. You can work in, in the midst of your faith. Then um, it's not going to push people away from you. It's actually going to bring, draw, draw people closer. Right. right? Um, Cause it's a place where we can build long-term lasting relationships, right? It's not a transaction right. that we get to do. It's a friendship that we right. get to build that generates many opportunities to sort of work with somebody again and help serve them or mm -hmm. serve their family and friends. Right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. What are some of the kind of favorite transactions that you do? Yeah. So, well, the reason this one pops into my head is because it's the most recent, Yeah. Mm -hmm. but it was the one I mentioned uh, a while back was uh, I-10 loan. Yeah. That one, uh, it's my favorite one so far because um, I got to see how much, help um is really needed how much education is really needed mm -hmm. in that community yeah um 
and how we really have there was a like a true opportunity to serve directly there and not only with just a transaction after it closed up you know he still needed help reading the paperwork and um right saying, yeah. hey well, i'm getting all these letters like, oh, oh well, what, yeah you do <laughs> yeah there's a lot yes and i so you know there was mm -hmm. still opportunities for me to help him out there um that that's one of my favorite that's the one that i can think of right now yeah um other than that always um the first time home buyers are always great because they a lot of them can't believe they actually did it yeah mm -hmm. yeah and uh it we was, love it too yeah. yeah first time everything i think first time investors mm -hmm. and everything it's just like it's there's another level of like oh man like i, I did yeah it. this is right. my house right on yeah, yeah. it's it, there's so much more emotion that right. is put into it, whether or not that's i'm buying my first home and that's that's the beginning of building wealth in real estate exactly. or even with our first time investors because the excitement of like oh my gosh like i'm there's a dream right right you just don't decide oh, i'm gonna invest in real estate one day and i'm gonna do it the next it's right. usually i think i want to do this and there's a process that then you know leads you to looking getting pre-qualified or pre-approved and then actually getting under contract and closing and right. there's like there's the culmination yeah. like oh man you did it yeah right you just you just you really made an investment right. into something in real right. estate just beyond your primary residence which is pretty cool yeah. it's great cool cool what i'm hearing is you just like to take care of people yeah i mean i so my wife sometimes gets gets on me about it's like okay yeah you need to like give them all the details and i'm like mm -hmm. i do i was like but you also have to just kind of take care of people and like manage their emotions and right on show them that, yes. that you care yeah and that you're you know you're going to take care of them. Mm -hmm. yeah we're in the business of managing emotions and anxiety yes. that's what we right. do right more than anything yeah. else it's always that that's what we're managing and so you don't give you don't want to give too much right because it may not be necessary exactly. and we don't want to make people like feel anxious we just want to get them comfortable moving through a process where we're exactly. guiding them um and then as things come to light we are able to educate and bring in exactly. instead of just like hey here's all this which right. may not be appropriate right. because they may never go through that exactly. you know so yeah, exactly. yeah you cool. don't want to give everybody all the, the pros and cons you yeah know, the scary right. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Uh, some of this stuff never happens right we don't, don't even need to talk about that one yeah. it's okay yeah. you know um that's cool you well Stephen and I love what you're doing in the video arena um partly because yeah. we do a lot of that ourselves we and just similar to the kind of bigger pockets kind of podcast right. of just sharing sharing information for the sake of like just giving knowledge to people right and um yeah being a resource to people yeah right for sure yeah that's definitely something that I need to just do more of I think um it's you don't always see or you you can't always tell how many people are, are watching right you know, actually like learning and, and appreciating what what you're mm -hmm. sharing yeah um, and i always like being completely transparent especially when it comes to to numbers um on investments yeah oh yeah there's a lot of information out there that just blows it up like if it's the greatest thing ever right yeah. no there's there's things we, we, we there's doses here. of yeah. reality in yeah. here that we should talk about yeah right exactly. and let's prepare for yeah, yeah. exactly and yeah. i mean i don't know i part of me loves marketing the other part yeah. of me it's like i don't like how marketing shifts everything into like oh it's great all the time yeah <laughs> right yeah. right right 
Well, I yeah. think you do a really good job of in in the midst of those videos, Santos, you do a really good job of, of being authentic and who you are. Like you consistently, you can see that you're coming from a position of service. Like the information that you're you're providing is relevant. I think I can I can see that you're speaking for your heart, from your heart. Yeah. Um and 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 I'm just as a viewer watching, I know how I feel. Right. And it's, so I think whatever you're, what you're doing is getting the desired result you're looking for. Um, I'm with you. We don't, we don't know. I can't, I can't say, oh, I got business off of uh, that video post. Right. right? Or, mm -hmm. or anything caught, honestly, anything we're doing in social media or even on this podcast, that as long as we're sharing information and people get a chance to get to know who we are, right. um, that solidifies our brand in the marketplace. Right. So, okay. yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. I, um, it, as part of like, Mike and I go to the same church too. So we're like, um, we're always kind of talking about, um, like our intentions and also like talking about, um, like leading, uh, like leadership in different areas. Um, I was, we're going through this book right now on uh, one of the surf teams I'm on. And, um, it was kind of highlighting like a leader's, Kind of responsibility to um like point people in the right direction and also to um be authentic mm -hmm. and transparent because really if they can if like the people that you're leading can um like sense that and experience that then they'll they'll trust you and where you're going what are what are kind of some things that you do with your clients to help kind of build trust and um kind of serve them in in different areas because we always like to talk about that one thing that we do with our clients is we ask them like how are you feeling yeah it's really important to ask how are you feeling about this because mm -hmm. we're not in the business of creating mortgages that you know aren't gonna feel are good. not yeah. are, are yeah. kind of burdensome right, like right. that's not what we're in the business for um what do you kind of do with your clients that kind of help help them trust you and things like yeah. that I'll, um, I think one of the main things I do is I try to prepare them beforehand mm -hmm. for um, certain scenarios that I see all the time. Yeah. One of them being the most common is the inspection reports. Yeah. Um, and I just talk to them through that and letting them know, hey, like when we're seeing a house for the first time, I'll just point out, hey, that's going to come up on the report. That's going to come up on the report. Just so you know. And even if it's things like a loose knob. Yeah. That way I let them know, hey, the report so might be huge, right. but it's it's small little things. Yeah. 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 Those things are so scary. The sc yeah. it, well, like, I like what your... is going on with this thing? <laughs> the hell? It's about to fall apart. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. You mean the inspection reports. I like how when you're in the, actually going through the house and you're saying, hey, that's going to be on there. They, they, don't worry. It's like, yeah, don't worry. Like, and they're like, oh, that's what a ground fault interrupter is. Yeah. yeah not that big of a deal yeah. you know like exactly. <laughs> at least right there it's not yeah. you know so yeah exactly just that and um staying really staying in touch with them through the whole process um being yeah. available being available is one of the biggest things um that i've noticed because people freak out mm -hmm. all of a sudden for sure all of a sudden and just being there you know them knowing that they can text you or yeah you and yeah. You're, you're gonna answer it's pretty it's pretty big yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like setting expectations, being Contact, a, being, yeah. Available. Yeah, being available. Yeah, um, yeah. Just 
also kind of just creating a peaceful environment. Yeah. I think those are really, those are huge things. Mm -hmm. One thing I don't do is I don't ever tell my clients, hey, we're going to get this seller or this buyer for as much as we can. And like, yeah. yeah. I, I just like that. That like, doesn't work. Yeah. I yeah. Don't, I don't, I'm not that aggressive mm -hmm. agent who's going to be mm -hmm. like, hey, like they're trying to screw you. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, We're trying to buy and sell real estate and everybody's yeah. trying to get to the same end. So, yeah, exactly. yeah. You have to put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. You know, right. yeah. I think there's, I, it, that reminds me, and I, I think about this a lot. Um, because, you know, for us and for me personally in the midst of a transaction, whether or not it's my own or, or I'm helping somebody in the midst of a mortgage, it's really just a matter of like, how do we get, how do we get to the end to make sure everybody feels like they've gotten what they wanted to get out of this? Mm -hmm. um, we can be cliche and call it win-win, um, but certainly that's better than like win-lose. Right. Um, and any, at any point when you start to get into that, win lose mentality with another agent right. or your buyer or your sellers in that place somebody is going to lose for sure right, right? yeah and it's not going to feel good right, right? Yeah. and so maybe your client wins and perhaps they feel great about that right. um and then the other person loses or vice versa but right. it just it just creates such a a space it's just not even called for it's right. like we don't even have to go there right right exactly. it's like let's just figure out how to solve the equation to make sure you're happy, right. I'm happy, and then we're good. Yeah. You know, it's not like I'm, I want to. I need to get something out of you. Right. We just want to get things to be balanced. So, yeah, I think, I think a lost art is is like picking up the phone and talking. Yeah, <laughs> surely, um, yeah. surely. Yeah, like if you could just talk about it, yeah, mm -hmm. that really saves a lot of like, oh yeah, yeah. unneeded yeah. kind of stress. <laughs> oh, we and we know like there's just a moment. It's like that's a phone call. Right. That's not it's a like, text. Right. This is time to this it's time text, to talk. Yeah, exactly. That text yeah. is very long. Right. I'm going to call them. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, can I can I cover the emotion? Is. No. Yeah. yeah. I, I would you know, I'd say the other the other thing that we get in your business and mine is that the number one complaint you have is I can't get a real hold of my real estate agent. Yeah. Yeah. Which is huge. I it blows me away that that would be the number right. one complaint. And it is. And it's the same thing in my business, believe it or not. Um, I can't hard, get hold of my loan officer. It. It's like, this is what we do for a living. How are right. you hard to get hold of? Right. Like, yeah, this is our connection to provision. Right. Um, so to be available, right, is great. We do, we we take it to the point that we even do weekly updates. Right. So yeah. every Tuesday, and it's anchored. I mean, if you're, you know, all, all of our agents know on Tuesday, they're going to call from us. If they're the listing agent, they get an introduction and then, and then I'm calling them every Tuesday and I'm saying, Hey, it's your Tuesday update. Yeah. Um, or, you know, the email text, email text. Right. I mean, there were, but it's like that Tuesday anchor, even if we talk to somebody the day before they're getting the call on Tuesday, because it's just wrapped around right. the idea of Tuesday update. Yeah. Um, but I just want to like cut that argument off at the knees. It's right. like, man, you'll never have that problem. You're never going to have that problem. You know, I'm available and we're going to make sure you're getting communication on a dedicated basis. Right. Right. So we're going to go ahead and just update you Tuesday anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, but yeah, it's so easy to to build systems in that make sure that we're communicative. But I, I'm just I'm blown away when I hear people say that that that's the number one complaint. It's yeah. Like, wow. yeah. So clearly yeah. not the case with you. So no, so good. You got yeah. We have yeah. to protect that as much mm -hmm. as we can. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, as we're kind of wrapping up our time here today, 
what's kind of just like a little nugget of wisdom for you know the people listening that are that are thinking about home buying or they're thinking about investing, real estate investing you know yeah. we see stuff in the news all the time which is very um it's it's shared to elicit an emotion or fear usually fear is, alarming yeah. yeah fear is the biggest driver of like the news and propaganda yeah. and stuff what's like a nugget that we could share um kind of with our listeners um from your perspective something that you think is valuable well, I mean, there's there, there's one that I hear over and over, and it's just that they're not. I mean, they're not making any more land, so yeah, like, yeah, right. It's, like, it's, it's gonna right. Like, it's gonna keep going up. It's a. I like that it's a hard asset, and that mm -hmm. right on that you can. People will always need a place to live. Right. I mean. Right. You mm -hmm. can't go wrong. That's true. Um, you hold on to it long enough, and, and it's, mm -hmm. it's going to work out. Um, it's just it's a uh, uh, one of the somebody I follow on social media. He always he's always talking about having a crock pot mentality. Okay. Um, you know, where it just it takes time. You got to let it simmer. Yeah, yeah. Just, Not like a, a microwave exactly. is like the other comparison. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. So real estate's like a crock pot. Yeah. Put it in and come out right yeah right you can't overcook it yeah. so it's exactly. going to be all right yeah i had a great crock like pot it. meal the other day oh can completely <laughs> understand <laughs> cool man well yeah thanks again for coming um guys if if you like what you're hearing yeah for feel sure. free to like or comment reach out to us uh, yeah. reach out so we can connect you with santos yeah um but yeah yeah. Thanks for watching. Um, hey, and if, if anybody's listening and they want to be a guest, you know, Stephen and I always talk about just like, if you, if you want to be a guest on the show, you feel like you're in any industry, in any in industry, right. Whatever. We're looking, we're looking for people that are walking out, walking out uh, entrepreneurial life, building a business, um, walking the narrow path. Right. Like, yeah. let's, let's, uh, yeah, let's unite. Let's come together and let's uh, encourage each other and build each other up. So, awesome. yeah, cool. All right. See you guys. Later. Thanks for watching. Later.